Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Homemaker Chic Podcast, where we are rescuing the art of homemaking from the daily grind. I don't know about you, Angela, but I'm feeling pretty, pretty ground down Gra- at the moment. Pretty ground. <laughs> There's a lot of grinding <laughs> and not, not in a good way. <laughs> oh, put on your red lipstick, ladies, and join us because we are going to get into the garden today and we are excited to be here with you. I am your host, Shay Elliott of the Elliott Homestead joined by Angela Reed of Parisian Farm Girl and a big special welcome to all of our patrons who are listening, who have showed us their love over on patreon.com forward slash homemaker chic podcast. It's where they give us some love and we give you some special love. And our call was last week and it was a riot again. Always such a pleasure to talk with so many of you listeners. We love you. It's such a great way to close out the month. I mean, it always just feels like mm-hmm. we're going out with a bang. So much fun. It does. Like a little cocktail party that we are still not legally allowed to have in Washington. In fact, I learned from the news today really? not to go down this rabbit hole because it's depressing. Uh, my county is one of the tightest counties in all of the nation still. So oh, goody. That, my friends, is why we get to hang out on the Internet instead. <laughs> Unfortunately, can't Thank come to my house goodness. for cocktails. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh! Thank goodness. Um, yeah the the hangout call with the fangirl patrons is it's one of the highlights of doing this show. To mm-hmm. see, you know, while we record, we look at each other's faces, but to see everyone's faces and everyone's sipping a little something and. It feels so good. It does feel so good. Just to be with everyone. Well, and just to know you're in like-minded company because, Mm -hmm. let's face it, sometimes we feel like the weird ones. Well, today's episode of Homemaker Chic is brought to you by Toops & Co. I know a lot of you have already ordered and tried and are loving their makeup and skincare. This is your one-stop online shop for all of that good stuff, all natural skincare and makeup. So we get asked all the time, about, you know, how do I eliminate toxins in my skincare? How do I clean up my beauty routine? Tubes & Co. is how, because they offer an entire line of products, including skin serums, face balms, mascara, mineral makeup, lipstick, eyeshadow, liners, deodorant, soaps, and more. There is a lot that they offer on their website at tubesandco.com. So this really is your one-stop shop for clean skincare and makeup. The cool thing about these products is that they really harness the power of nature. So whether this is in the form of grass-fed tallow, essential oils, olive oils, completely organic ingredients. Um, I've known Emily personally for years and her standard of cleanliness is very clean. That's actually how we met as clean food bloggers. So she's been at this rodeo for a while. Just uh, I challenge you to go check out her website, tubesandco.com. Check out her charcoal bar. This is one of my very favorite products that she offers. It's fabulous and you can use it for so many things. So instead of going to Target or to Sephora and filling up your basket with God knows what ingredients are even in most of those products, uh, check out Tubes & Co. instead because it's an easy way to love on your skin and you can get a discount code. Use the coupon code HOMEMAKER. And you get 20% off your entire order from Tubes & Co. That's T-O-U-P-S-N-Co.com. Fabulous. And we are glad to have them as a sponsor. 
We are in the spirit of better, not more. We are encouraging our listeners to buy less, but buy better for the sake of their home environment. Tubes and Co. totally speaks to that. And so does our second sponsor today. You know them. You know how we feel about them. American Blossom Linens. You know, Janet is the owner of American Blossom Linens and something I really, really appreciate about her and her company. Well, she has this enthusiasm for what she does and a passion for her company. It's very old American business, but they've branched off now into domestic bedding. So they they do hotels, but now they're in they're in the the homemaker department. They so do hotels. What American Blossom Linens does is they create this these pure sheets, these heirloom quality sheets. They put the fibers through a process called combing that pulls all the impurities and shorter fibers through and what we are left with are soft, decadent sheets. They get softer with each washing. Uh, It always turns out this way. This is the day I wash my sheets. So I'm always a little bit jazzed to talk Mm. about American Blossom Linens on Monday because my bed is freshly made and it's looking fabulous. And I know that once I get this filth off of me (laughs) because I am sitting here so dirty, (laughs) I will get to go to bed in my American Blossom Linens. And if you want to do the same, you should have head over to their website AmericanBlossomLinens.com and use the code HomemakerChic20 for 20% off your sheets. Fabulous. Well, our love comment this week, we love it when you share your love comments with us over on Instagram. We are HomemakerChic Podcast over on Instagram. This love comment is from our glory box. Ladies, I'm loving season two even more than season one. Was that even possible? Thank you for being brave enough to open your hearts to use this type of content. Don't stop. We appreciate the encouragement because we need it. (laughs) There are many days with not too much grind, not enough red lipstick. Yes. And for those of you that don't have Instagram yet. It, you know, I don't know if you're like just stuck in the cent- last century. <laughs> you need to put Instagram on your phone because we have a ton of fun over there. But go ahead and leave us a comment on whatever platform you listen to the podcast, whether it's on Google Play or Apple, because we like to check those comments too. Actually, let's be real. I check them. Yes. Because Shay doesn't want to read them. No. Because some of them aren't very nice. No. So if you say something nasty about Shay, yes. she's never going to know. Yeah. Because I'm not going to tell her. Keep it to yourself. And she, she, she doesn't read them. Nope. But I guess then if you're going to say something nasty about me, now you know. <laughs> but you'll you, get me. You're, you're tougher <laughs> than I am. I get, I get deeply wounded by them. I can't handle it. And on that note, <laughs> cue the cue wine the music. Cue the wine music. Shay, yes, my what dear. are you sipping? I am really enjoying what I am sipping right now. I got a nice little green apple tart pucker, like makes your upper lip sweat mm. just a little bit. That is my type of white wine. Um, I feel like I choose some hard ones to say, but uh, nonetheless, it is delicious. And it is brought to you by Dry Farm Wines. They are the sponsor of our wine segment. Uh, If you're not familiar with Dry Farms, you should be because they're an online (laughs) wine subscription. And these are organic, biodynamic. Get with the program, right? Get with the program. They're naturally yeasted, low sugar, lower alcohol. Uh, I like to think of this as kind of the most natural of the earth wine that you can buy. 
And that is why I buy it because it doesn't give you that horrible, horrible syrupy taste in your mouth. Uh, and you don't feel terrible after you drink it. It's fabulous. So, uh, and I love it. It's just perfect with that better, not more thing we always talk about, isn't it? Okay. It really is. Today, I am drinking an Austrian wine. And I think this one is going to be of interest to you. Because it is called Gemmischter Satz. (laughs) (laughs) Gemmischter Satz. Did you just hit the cough button while you laughed at yourself? No. You got really quiet. No. <laughs> um, okay. This is what I'm, I'm sure that's exactly how you say it. Gemeister. Gemeister Sats. That's how every German says it. Uh, yes. I think, here's what's cool about this wine. This is what I think will interest you. Most okay. wines, if you think about it, you'll grow, you know, let's say 100 acres of Zinfandel and then 100 ancos mm-hmm. of whatever. Uh, this one, I think they just interplant all the vines together because what I've researched is it's called a field blend, which means that you just grow a bunch of different um, vines in, you know, on your land and then you just mix them all together. So you don't actually create a certain proportion so you just get this really dynamic wine that's so vastly different every year because one year these vines could do great and one year these vines, you know, might be terrible, but you mix them all. So it's a little bit different, you know, every year. Have you ever heard of this? Okay. You're staring at me like you're not and sure. It, well, I'm, I'm looking at the, the show notes here that the spelling is, that, I mean, is that what that means? Yes. Mr. Satz. Something that like that. field wine. I don't know if that really means field interesting. wine. And it's uh, a small farm, only 18 hectares. I know. It's so, super small. And this is cool because the guy, this wine is called Tinhoff. Gemister Satz is the varietal. It's from okay. Bergenland, which is a region of Austria. Uh, but the wine is mm-hmm. called Tinhoff. And that is the grower's last name. And he grows these indigenous grapes, all super indigenous to Austria, And this spot has been growing grapes for 11 generations. And the vines, all these field ones, I don't know if he's been making this exact wine for all this time, but Mm -hmm. they're 55 years Mm -hmm. old. As a wine producer, that's that's like your whole life, if you think about it. You know, if you start doing this in your 20s or something. Isn't that amazing? Well, it is. And I love the indigenous aspect. Uh, You know, a lot of there are vineyards and, and you order you know, you, we all can just order wine grapes yep, and get something started, but them being indigenous to Austria is pretty cool. I know, it's really and so cool. I love what you're describing about the sweaty upper I lip. That's what balsamic, it. a really good balsamic does to me. Yep. It makes my upper lip. But sweat. in a good well, way. Nerves. I'm kind in of a, a sweaty way. beast. <laughs> <laughs> but I know that like, oh, you should have another sip. really a yeah. pleasant taste bud attack and makes your upper lip. Sweat a little bit. And you had me at Granny Smith Apple because that is my favorite. Did I say that? I think I think you did a few minutes mm. ago. All right. Well, when I got my dry Are you farms, your head no. You're like, I no, know. I didn't say that. I don't that. know. I don't We're remember little, what I said. Like, audio like weirdness. So if we seem a little like awkward, <laughs> uh, 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 uh. <laughs> we can't quite tell that the other person is talking. And so maybe she said Granny Smith Apple, and maybe, maybe I, I didn't. just heard it. The internet will catch up I eventually. It always does. Um, it's like 95 degrees here today. 
So I'm really excited to talk about gardening in that. But when I got my dry farms delivery, I just took all of it and just put it in the cold room. Just like no one will be drinking. Typically, we we drink even our white wines at room temperature. I just like that. But it's like 87 degrees in my house right now. So that is not refreshing. Do not serve me a white wine at room temperature. Don't do that. Typically, it's the perfect temperature. I chill it Just for like so you know. a little bit before I drink it. <laughs> okay. But sometimes the cold so, can like dull it, you know? Oh, it's man. It's got to be the right it. It feels temperature. Like, it just, uh, the white wine always feels like a treat to me. I think I drink it too fast if it's cold. <laughs> Just like, oh, well, yeah, <laughs> down the gullet. <laughs> It's not water, Shay. Not beer. It's not water. Right? It's not a Pellegrino. <laughs> if you're like Shay and you're drinking your white wine like it's a beer or a Pellegrino, then you probably should do the 12 bottle subscription. It will come to your door every single month. The special link to Dry Farm Wines is in our show notes. So you can see that on whatever podcast player you use or ding, 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 ding. You can check our new website, homemakerchicpodcast.com. That's where every episode will be. And all of our sponsors and all the coupon codes and everything you need to stay savvy. Yes. Sometimes people can't figure out the show notes. So just go to our Sometimes website. I can't figure them out. It's so. all there. Gotcha. <laughs> it's all there. Well, today we are talking about dirt dishing. <laughs> Say what? I wish I could show you my fingernails right now. Can you see my fingernails? Uh, yes. Let's let's look there. Oh yeah. Okay. We both yeah. look like haggard uh, people. Really bad. Really. I bad. bet if you put a seed under my fingernail and waited <laughs> just a couple days, like a radish seed, well, you, you could get germination. You keep your nails long. I. This time of year when I'm clawing through the dirt like that, I keep them so short. Do you trim them? Do you? Yes. My grow like, oh, I I can't stand to trim my fingernails. That's so (laughs) babyish. Oh, oh, it's like that, (laughs) is it? I'm just saying, it feels like a six-year-old. I can't. As I I recall... One of us chewed their baby's fingernails off, so it would not be babyish by your own definition. Whilst nursing, <laughs> one of us also chopped the tip of their firstborn's child, firstborn's firstborn child's finger off with one, one of those horrible time. razor sharp infant fingernail clippers. One time, and it was a small chunk. What are you doing? (laughs) Okay. I'm rubbing my eyes in frustration. (laughs) This is why we need the YouTube channel. So they can, like, watch this. They can listen, and then they can watch all the Mm. weird things we do while we're talking. Seriously. Anyways, my fingernails and my hair grow really fast in the summer, so I can't help it. They are really gross. They're all misshapen. Like, I would never go out in public right now, even if they were clean. They are so (laughs) awful looking. They're awful. Oh, yes. They just grow like weeds. We've been busy. I mean, we have been... Where do we so even busy start that one with of the us gardens? ended up at our desk 30 seconds before recording. Yes, and it maybe, was not the responsible was one. It was not the <laughs> responsible one who was here doing what she should do. Drinking white Whoopsie. wine too fast. <laughs> by herself. <sighs> by myself. 
Yes, I was. I was in my Two strawberry in the patch, afternoon. Um, <laughs> like harvesting strawberries like a maniac. Oh, we're just harvesting strawberries. Not working. God is good. And I have strawberries. I have so many strawberries. Oh my gosh. They're amazing. Okay. There was a tarantula out there though. Like a bona fide huge tarantula. Like it has a hole in the ground. That's disgusting. Yeah. Did bugs bother you um, before you were a gardener? And how do you feel about them now? Uh, the only thing that bothers me is spiders. Okay. What type of yeah, particular type of spider? Besides the tarantula? We call them daddy longleggers in our family. Daddy longleggers mm. do not bother me. You can just pick those up and remove them mm-hmm. from your sphere of influence. <laughs> but spiders? Yes. No. No. Okay. They, I do not like them. Uh, well, and yeah. So caterpillars, worms, snakes, yeah. bugs, beetles, crickets, yes. grasshoppers. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I pick, I, this is not a big deal, but I guess to some people it might be, I just pick the caterpillars right off my plants and squish them with my hands. I'm like, get out of here. Yeah. But you don't belong here. Right. But spiders, no. <sighs> yes. Uh, do you have earwigs? Ew, we don't hear. Thankfully, what? we had them so. We don't. We had them. Well, <sighs> no, 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 no. I'm thinking box elder. Oh no, earwigs, no, no. Yes. earwigs. Like when you shake out a like leaf lettuce and you have an earwig in the lettuce. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. They I love don't like lettuce. Those. They love cabbage. They love lamb's ear. They're eating my daisies. They are the worst. They're so gross. They're like scorpions. They look like some. They're so yeah, gross. Stretched, tight, shiny skin. You know, it was funny. Mm. I remember when I was a florist and I was cutting hydrangeas off for this bridal bouquet off of a bush that we had in our house. (laughs) Oh, no. And (laughs) I was really timid because I knew that there were a lot of spiders in this hydrangea bush. And Janine said to me, like, you know, it's funny that you're a florist. And I said, why? And she's like, well, you really don't like bugs. And I was like, so? And she's like, there's a lot of bugs when you grow flowers. Like basically in a very kind way, being like, you need to kind of get over it. And it wasn't until we moved to Alabama and I was introduced to palmetto bugs and cockroaches that I came back to Washington. I'm like, earwigs, spiders, at least they don't fly at your face like a palmetto bug. And it's the size of your palm. It's not why they call it that, but literally it's the size of your palm. And they would okay, fly. Seriously, if I saw one in a, in a science book right now, I wouldn't even know what you're talking about. It's a flying cockroach, but it's it's oh. literally four inches long, two to four inches. It's long. biblical. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> but in Alabama, too, you know, grasshoppers, not a problem. In Alabama, they are six inches long. I'm not kidding. And you're no like, way. those are the grasshoppers. That were in Egypt. <laughs> in the Bible. Right. I mean, we get big ones. I still have a memory as a child, like taking like a four incher off the wheel of my parents' car, the tire of my parents' car. I yeah. loved grasshoppers as a kid, like freaking loved them. But yeah. Yeah. No, six inches. They're like big. When it's- big. But all that's to say, as a gardener, I've How- noticed over time, my hatred for bugs his, you know, even spiders. I'm kind of like, eh, whatever. You do your okay, thing. But what kind of spiders do you have there? All like, of them. Like, let's be real. In your garden. Like big, giant wolf spiders, big, hairy looking. 
Usually we get those in our house in the fall. Not in the spring? No, just in the fall. When it gets People cold. are just turning off this show so fast. They're like, I hate bugs. I don't want to hear know, you talk about I bugs. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it is part of gardening, you know, and, and I've come it to is. try to take a step back and just not panic, not freak. Like I was doing potatoes mm-hmm. today, put my foot in an ant's nest. Great. <sighs> and then a daddy long leg flew at my face somehow. It ended up on my face. And I... And almost like two days ago, I almost stepped on a bull snake. It slithered over my foot. I have never seen a bull snake that looked so much like a rattlesnake in my life. I was standing there looking at the cow. The snake just goes over the top of my bare foot. And I did not wet my pants. So I feel like that was a success for our interaction. But for the most part... They're just kind of interested in doing their thing. You know, the only spiders that really get me, we have brown recluse, but you, yeah. they don't like seek you out, you know, for the most part, if you avoid certain God, areas. That's why, thus the name. Yes, exactly. <laughs> recluse. <laughs> exactly. I am a recluse as well. And black widows. Like, again, you, you don't just go charging through a wood pile. Like you kind of have to move wood or go under a crawl space or underneath a deck or something like that. You got to proceed with caution here. Oh, no, we have black widows that hang out by our back door. They're like, hey, trying to get in your house with that load of groceries? <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> no, thank I'm, you. I'm just right here by the doorknobs. Hey. Gross. <laughs> That's what ours do. I'm terrible. I it's uh, the brown recluse is like um, I couldn't identify that in a science book either. My kids make fun of me. They're like, you're going to get bit because you don't know what one looks like. Um <laughs> But yeah, the the black widows, they're everywhere here. And we have the ticks. So that's yeah. our problem. That's yeah. my biggest thing. I a spider, okay, ew. If one a big hairy one crawls on me while I'm in the garden, I'm not very happy. Yeah. Um But it's not going to I did, embed I in did your crawl crotch. over a big like red ant pile today and they went up my pants. That was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> that was delicious. I was just swatting like it was bad. I didn't realize it till they started biting me. But the um yeah, the ticks are the big problem for us mm-hmm. because they're so gross. I mean, we they're it's just so gross. My legs right now, because I don't wear shorts because I don't like them, but I do wear skirts, especially when it's this hot. Mm-hmm. So you can fan your inner thighs as needed. Yeah. Get a little yeah. breeze going down there. But you should see from the knees down, my legs are just clawed up and scratched and bruised and bitten it's like i don't even know what bit me but i've got bights all over my (laughs) nine-year-old exactly yeah that's exactly what it looks blood vessels from scratching at things so hard like just busted (laughs) out blood vessels all over the place it's so bad isn't it amazing how quickly we go from this just sort of optimism and fairyland of spring to Mm -hmm. just the brawl of summer in the garden (laughs) Yeah, it's just it is. That's what it feels like out there. Like it's me versus you nature. Oh, it is. It's 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 me versus encroachment. I mean, I I we talked on the phone this morning and I said, I'm going to weed my blueberry patch. Yes. And it's bad. And at one point, Aiden had to come by because my hands are so shot. I can't my right hand. I can't like do a full grip. So he came by, you know, that weed that looks like a carrot. Yes. What is that weed and why does it exist? <laughs> it gets so big and the root is so deep. This 
carrot weed, I call it, had grown around one of my four-year-old blueberry bushes. And Aiden, I asked him to come by and pull it out for me. And he's like, well, it's going to pull the blueberry out, just so you know. Like, I can tell he was pulling on it. I said, well, do what you got to do. And I'll get the, like, the mycorrhizal fungi and we'll try to put it back in and make it happy. But he just... I don't even remember what I was saying. What was I saying? Why was I telling you about that? I don't know. <laughs> Neither do I. Garden brain. Oh, oh, so I finished editing. I finished editing. I finished oh my weeding. Gosh. I have only had a half a glass of wine. I'm just so tired. I finished weeding the blueberry patch and I just, I got, I was like on my knees, just like hoeing like a mad woman with my little <laughs> busted hoe. And I just put my head down like in... You know, like a baby sleeps with her butt up in the air. Mm-hmm. And I was just like scrunched up into this little ball, just like breathing heavily and shaking. I'm mm. like, I am working myself to exhaustion. I've been doing this since 630 in the morning and it's three in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And I'm as happy as can be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not complaining. I just can't make a fist. Yep. I know that feeling. <laughs> I came in today. I got up at five, went out, came in at like 11, grabbed a chunk of cheese and just ate it like an apple and then just went right back out and just kept going. I know you walk in, you're like, give me some water and some protein. Give me some now. water and some cheese. I got weeding to do. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I am so happy as well. And you know what I love about gardening is what started, I guess you could argue as a selfish endeavor. I wanted to garden. I enjoy gardening. I wanted the gardens to look beautiful has become this sort of familial enjoyment that continues to Mm. surprise me when the kids will run out and just grab a carrot or they'll go forage for raspberries or they'll, they'll just they know which flowers they can eat and you'll just see them chewing on stuff randomly like a calendula flower i'm like well okay <laughs> or do your kids do that mine go out and they make they like do. salads salads oh, i'm having a chive mint calendula <laughs> lavender radish salad i'm like okay <laughs> yes they totally do and it's awesome because i'm not making lunch at this point so just go forage just just go eat something from the garden but Seriously, there's a loaf of bread on the counter and have some herbs. There you go. You know, just the pond with the tadpoles and the frogs and like the swimming and the garden with just the munchy things and little bites of stuff that they can take. It's just. It's become this family way of life, you know, and Mm -hmm. it surprises me because I still get text messages from friends like, what are you doing? Like, we're looking for something to do. And I think that's never, ever something that crosses my mind. Ever. What should I do? What should I ever. do today? How can I fill Sorry, my that made time? Me laugh I know. Because I, it's, no. It's just as a family, we're sort of learning how yeah. to really work the garden together, especially as the kids are getting older. And I've loved mm-hmm. that piece of it that's come into play. And the summer just amplifies that, it just blows it up. Were you texting yeah, Joel to bring you more wine? I did. That's what I was doing. Because oh. it wasn't room temperature. It was actually, it was sort of room temperature. And I had them put it in the freezer right when we started. Okay. And so I figured it was nice and cold now. Mine's still cold, even though like I've a- been here on the computer for an extra hour than you. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> 
my strawberry patch is doing really good this year. <laughs> and so that's where I was. If you really want me to rub it in, I was crawling around on are my you, hands and knees. Wait, are you insulting me because you know my strawberries suck? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because you throw in a little low blow. You know, all right. You, all right. Okay. No, please. You know. Duly noted. You know how many years I've just been watching you bring in like the harvest, <laughs> just biding my time. So, yeah, this is not our strawberry year. I am hiring somebody. <laughs> That's stronger than me. I don't know who it's going to be yet. Um, but we have to terrace. We have this hill. The slopes down from the driveway. And our market garden sits at the bottom of this like 10 foot little slope hill thing. Mm-hmm. That's where my strawberries were. The problem is where we live is just it's desert. It's dry and it's hot. And so strawberries don't like that. <laughs> Those are mm-hmm. the two things that strawberries don't really like. Um, and so they're going to come in and terrace it, give me like two big, nice terraces that will be a much better solution for retaining water for the strawberries. I, I can do it. I know I can do it. I just need some help. Help, help. me. Oh man. I have Aiden. I got my big perennial order. Um, goodness. It's been like two, no. has it been two weeks? It was last week. 10 days. So I hired Aiden because I can't I can't do any more digging. Like I can only I am only one woman. I cannot it, make a fist. Is it because you're okay. so old and feeble? I'm not old. <laughs> Slam. Jeez. Got her back. She had it coming. Strawberries versus age. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I hired Aiden to plant like there's about eight lilacs, and we're talking like five gallon perennials mm-hmm. these aren't like dinky i ordered these from a a grower and so he's planting hydrangea for me and now he's got to do the the lilacs because i'm just spent i keep losing my train of thought why did i start telling you that <laughs> i'm like a professional no. podcaster <laughs> are you um maybe literally we're professional strawberry we are grower. both re- i mean we've both been out in the garden for days like yesterday days. i went out at five and i came in at eight Mm-hmm. Other than, you know, coming oh. in to cook oh, and then cleaning up. Oh, that's a good day, up. Shay. It was a good day. It was also 95 degrees, which was Did you, a not good part yeah. of the day. But um, that's when I just go to the lake in mm-hmm. like my skanky garden clothes and I just walk right in yep. and the tourists are like, what is she doing? <laughs> Who is this haggard just, old lady? I go just covered in dirt. I, sometimes I go still with my gardening gloves on <laughs> and I just strip them off on the beach and I just walk into the water yeah. like some sort of exorcism. I must look like the biggest freakazoid. It, yeah. Yes. I, I know. Bathe, I love like, that like at the Rob end of Roy the day. Or something like yeah. nobody's around. I'm just in the lock, just bathing <laughs> like off a dog. And, like shaking. nobody's watching me. Exactly. <laughs> no, it was it was a great day. I have a new gardening obsession. Uh, oh, oh, I, I cannot stop. I cannot stop. It all started, ladies, when I watched an episode of Gardener's World. And Monty was just like, look how easy it is. Let me actually, that's not how Monty talks. Um, let me try and get it here just a second. Um, I can't do it. <laughs> I was going to try and do I a actually, British accent. What's her name, Carol? I want to learn her voice. I know. Carol's got a great accent. So thick and I fabulous. Because she's the big, I'm, she's the big, you haven't told them what you're doing. I'll yeah. let you. A propagation. Oh. 
Translation. Propagation, I know. Free plants. Yeah, free equals free plants. plants. Here's the thing. I did not do a big perennial order this year because I felt dumb doing it because I've basically bought a mortgage worth <laughs> of plants for the last four years. Shay. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm looking around and thinking, I have what I want. I would go to nurseries and I'm like, okay, I have lamb's ear. Okay, I have roses. Okay, I've got, you know, time. I've got X, Y, Z. So I wouldn't buy anything. I just have to have your back just for a second for those Apple comments. To have your back, her bed is resting on cinder blocks. So she chooses where yes. to spend her money and she's chosen to spend it it's all on, on plants. Yeah. Just forget so you know, the re- and forget the retirement account. If you're a guest account. in her home, <laughs> if you're a guest in her home, she quick buys a new bath towel before you get there. Because, I do. Like they use rags. Yep. So yep. don't judge. Nope. I she just spent her money on perennials. Stuart buys guitars. <laughs> I buy plants. That's that's just the way it goes. And we all agree on food. Uh, anyway. So I'm, I'm looking around. I'm seeing all these plants that I have. Monty makes it look so easy. And he's like, you just take a little clipping and then you put it in the soil. You and put then it you around the it, edge of the pot. You keep it wet. little vermiculite. All right. Okay. So See I'm you doing next it. year. I'm doing it. I, I want to be my own greenhouse. Partly because it's hard to find things you really like. And when you really like them, it's hard to find them again. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I have this apricot geum that's beautiful. I found one company who carries it and they're $13 a piece. Well, when you want 15 of them to get that big wow factor. um, Right. Not happening. Not happening. Not happening. So anyway, I've been going at it. I've been having so much fun. So much fun. And, you know, we've been at these gardens now for four years. There's still a lot of gardens to do. I have an herb bed to still put in and a shade garden to still put in and a lavender field to still put in. But it's nice to not be just completely under the bus. I feel like for the first year in a row, because you know, you're kind of still a little bit in that stage where you're like, okay, I have to get the bed in, build the bed so that I can plant the carrots in a week, you know? And that's, it's hard to be there for so many years in a row. Yes, it is. And for our new listeners, Shay and I each have newer homes. They're old or hers is older than mine, but we this is her fourth year of gardening on this Mm -hmm. property. And this is the beginning of my third year. So we're still dealing with empty patches and uh, structure. Yes. Design. Yes. Pathways, ponds, outbuildings, you name it. (laughs) We were in we were in the market garden the other day. I made Stu get up at five o'clock with me to go weed because it's really nice to weed at five when it's not so hot. And it's beautiful. He was looking around and, you know, the market gardens where I talked about building the terrace. We've got this really like 75 foot, just nasty hill thing. And so we were talking about how we were going to terrace it and what we want to do. And he said to me, you know, I think we should just bring hire somebody with an excavator, bring them in in the fall, bulldoze this entire thing, start over. Yeah, baby. It's like, that's what hot. What do you want me to wear, the black or the red? <laughs> yes, please. You put the beds in and they work. They work for a while, but then you actually use mm-hmm. the beds and you realize, hey, 
my pathways need to be grass because I need to be able to wheel a wheelbarrow over them. And that's really hard on a hill in gravel or they oh, need heck, to be gosh, about yeah, twice as wide because mm-hmm. otherwise everything just for what I grow in here, everything grows over each other or, hey, mm-hmm. you know, this pathway that's completely on a hill just because we didn't take the time to excavate it when we put it in. Uh, you can't you can't drive on it. You can't do a wheelbarrow on it. You can't pull a cart on it. It just doesn't work. So, yeah, yeah, I was pretty turned on for a good portion of the day after that. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> that'll do it. Yes, That's as easy it is. Acts of service is. is my love language. You bring me an excavator to make me some new garden beds, and he wants to edge them so that it just helps to hold the dirt in. If you guys have not. If you're making beds right now, like if this is where you're at in your gardening journey, line your beds, even your market grows. I know like Jean Morton Fortier doesn't do it. He's just got the dirt in the dirt. But honestly, line your beds, what? With like something, the edges. Because if you mound oh, them. delineation is my love language. Delineation. Is that what we're talking about here? So I'm picturing these because like 30 inch beds with juniper rails on the side and then a 30 inch grass pathway. And I'm just like, angels are singing. I'm so excited. I can't take it. But it's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. I have um, four naked beds out in my garden right mm. now that don't have any delineation. And it's no good for us. That means hauling tons of rocks in, which we're all already doing because we're still finishing the pond or cutting down a tree. And some of them are, you know, a 15 foot log from the forest. Seriously. That is why I can't close my hand because I've been working so hard since we had our winter ended really early. I've been trying to evaluate why am I so freaking worn down? Because I've been doing this for about 40 days longer than normal. And I always, you know, living further south, I would start to garden early, but it wasn't labor intensive. I wasn't hauling logs out of a forest. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just gardening. So and the gardening minute the snow melted, like is hard. Like just gardening is hard. Physically. Gardening is hard enough. Yeah. Let alone yeah. like excavating like all the crap we've been doing. So mm-hmm. Yeah, but the those beds that aren't delineated, those are the hardest ones to manage. There's just something about laying the log down or doing the little rock stack or if you're going to use terracotta tile or or mm-hmm. uh, wattle fencing, whatever you're going to do, having that delineation, first of all, for me, it creates mental space. It's yes. just like, okay, that is a garden bed and that is a grass path. <laughs> that is a garden bed and that is a gravel path. She's like, a simple-minded woman. <laughs> something happening here. This is... There's some intention. I've set my intention. I don't know if you have spaces like this, but I was under the impression falsely that there were going to be parts of our property. It's like when we put the market garden in, it was just utilitarian. So the fence is just like livestock fencing, you know, just round wood posts Mm -hmm. and and wire kind of fencing. Um. You know, I didn't even think about lining the market beds. I didn't think about grass pathways or like I didn't think about any of that because I thought all I need this space to do is grow food. Turns out that doesn't work for me. It might work for somebody, you know. Okay, here's a great utilitarian garden. It does what it needs to do. It's growing food. It's grown us so much food and I love Mm -hmm. it. But 
I know we just did an episode on contentment, but I find I don't want to go up there because I don't enjoy the aesthetics of it. I love the long rows of veg right now. I mean, it's just, it makes my heart so happy to see everything's doing great. I don't like walking in it because the paths are uneven and like sagey. And so it's like a weed will throw your step off and you're slipping over the wet grass. And, you know, I, I just thought I could get away with a half-ass garden, essentially. And I realized that Mm -hmm. that just is not my personality. It has to be beautiful. But the beauty, but I, and I totally hear you on that. I totally, I receive you on that, (laughs) but the, but it's so much work that it's you have so to start with the pragmatic yep. and that usually has to run its course for a year or two. And then, you know, like last year, or I think it was last year, then you started putting in the David Austins along the fence posts, yep. you know, like then you can start to, because for you and I, like we are, we're trying to have our cake and eat it too. Uh-huh. Really? Yeah. We're, we're cottage gardeners and we are farmers. Yep. That's huge. Yeah. Both are a full-time occupation to begin with, let yes. alone, you know, full-time gardening occupation. So I really do think that that's the, that's the way it goes. At least it is for me. You start with the pragmatic, you let it run scores for a year or two, and then you have the mental space or the budget, mm-hmm. or it's sort of like um, living in your home. I think it's really not wise to move into a new home and just like just take off running with all your ideas Mm -hmm. i think the home you can as a creative you know for me the home will speak to me initially and i'll have all these ideas and then i feel so protected because they take too long to come to fruition and then by then you've you've um actually upgraded your ideas you made them a little bit more chic you've edited them they're more fine-tuned yes and you had you just gone right out of the gate and been able to do everything it wouldn't have been the way you want it so it's the same with gardening especially with a space like market rose you can it speaks to you and now you're like okay yep i'm gonna make delineation and i'm gonna make terraces and i don't like this fence. I want it a little bit nicer. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't do all that all at once. No, you can't. You can't. And and like I said, I'm so grateful for this bed because this is where we grow the bulk of our food. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, we call it a market garden. We don't sell the stuff from the market, but it's market style rows. So uh, Jean-Martin Fortier is a Canadian uh, gardener and he has an incredible book called The Market Gardener, I think. Is that what it's called? That's what it's called. Okay, we'll link it in the show notes. He grows for a market. He grows year round. He's insane. But there was a lot that I took from him in terms of, you know, this 30 inch wide row growing things in these big long rows where you could broad fork it. You could weed easy. You could have paths between each row so that you could work both sides of the bed. I took so much not from need that. A tractor. He's not need a tractor. Not need a tractor. Yeah. And it's been great for us. But exactly. Mm-hmm. Now that I've had two years to stare at it and edit and what works and what doesn't work. It's time to get it to where it's actually really functional. And I know this is going to make me sound like an old lady, but I actually am really thinking about how can I do these things in a way where I can grow old with my garden because oh for sure <laughs> yes and again you would say yes. that because you love to tease me I know. about being old I know but I do like very I'm looking at this literally going how can I be 80 right what does this look like exactly when I'm like 
taking a wheelbarrow I, that's down. Gonna be or, I tell mm-hmm. the kids all the time, I'm, they're going to be coming by. Mom, you really should get out of the garden. You shouldn't be doing those. Get out of here. Yeah. Exactly. Get out of here. I got this. I want to be just <laughs> like Tasha Tudor. I, I want to be 95 and in the garden. Well, and they know like it's till me in. That's the yep. joke. Yep. Just till when it's all done, just till me yep. in. That feels like it's going to be sooner <laughs> rather than later with the way my body feels right now. <laughs> I thought you were referencing my age no. and I was like, and that is where the podcast is over. <laughs> this is where we part ways. <laughs> oh, no, it um it does get me excited. I mean, there's not many ways I'd rather spend like a Friday night than sitting down and drawing up new garden plans. And, you know, I think that's such a part of what we do is like you spend 30% of your time just dreaming up ideas and taking an inspiration Mm -hmm. and looking at seeds and books and plants and, you know, mapping things out. And then what percentage should I say? 30? The other 60. 30. No, wait. The other, yeah, 70. Hello. Hello. Uh, I homeschool my kids. Does that make you feel confident? Uh, the other 70%. When I'm not in the garden. <laughs> oh, yeah. I kind of forgot about schooling today. Whoops. <laughs> hey, look, kids, a worm. Hey, look, kids, a tadpole. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Here's how a carrot grows. Oh, they're going to bomb the SATs. Bomb. I'm kidding, you guys. I'm kidding. I do school my children sometimes. Um, When I'm not gardening. (laughs) Exactly. Gardening is just so fun, you guys. It's just so fun. Up at five, the second I walked outside, I was like, this is where I want to be. Where else would you possibly in the world want to be other than this? I have no idea. I get up, I go outside, I grab my cast iron, I roast the beans outside in my summer kitchen, I run inside, I make a quick latte, I put on my gloves, put in my earbuds, and I'm filthy for the rest. I can smell myself sitting here. I mean, I stink. <laughs> I've been out there since six o'clock this morning, and it's been like the best day of the week. What it's do you just- think uh, Jennifer would say if she could see us right now? Because neither of us have our hair done, neither of us have makeup on, and we're both in a... Uh- garden clothes let's say oh like i'm in like straight up nasty like you should garden make a clothes. rug out of what i'm wearing yeah gardening clothes yeah. i have a drawer and my label maker it says garden clothes oh that's <laughs> nice i just Isn't wear my clothes I, I label make my drawers because i'm super organized like that okay this is not garden talk but okay do you find when you garden and you, I, mm-hmm. Okay, let me take a step back here. Okay. I am so overwhelmed with life right now. <laughs> because- Why? <laughs> it's just 2020. <laughs> no, we, um, we got our delivery this week of pie cherries, Bing cherries, Rainier cherries, and then our f- uh, some early apricots. We have a lot of apricots on our tree, but these were early ones for fresh eating. Um, Our lavender was ready to harvest and our currants were ready to harvest. And it was like all these things sort of came at one, like one big, it just punches you. Yeah, You know, that's what it feels like. A good sucker punch. So we have spent, you know, my niece is here and she's helping me and like we've pitted so many cherries. That's what my nails, they are just like red. They're just all red and disgusting looking. 
it's super exciting and good and fulfilling and enriching and all the things, but I'm tired. And then I come inside. I'm like, I should paint the dining room. Like, I know this is a terrible time of year, but I creatively am like, I really want to do that. I really, I think Angela has a bug in her ear. I do. I have bugs in my ears. They're itching me so they're, bad. They're probably Sorry. ticks. I hear ticks like ear canals. Mm. Um. So mm. my point is like, how, where, how do we deal with that energy at a time like this? Because I still got the it. Paint the dining room energy. Yeah. Oh, I got it. I got I it. Just wait for the rainy days. I feel like the Lord gives me a rainy day just when I need it. He's like, hey, guess what? I saw that bathroom floor. So what does it mean if I'm he doesn't give, give me a rainy day? What's that mean? What'd you say? What does that mean then if he doesn't give know. me a rainy day? He likes me better. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she was taking a sip of wine and she almost spit it everywhere. <laughs> That's some I good theology know, but right I there. I always do just feel such thankfulness for a rainy day. Except yeah. for today. I was out there just crushing it. And we live, we are two minutes from the lake. I can walk to the lake in 35 minutes down a big hill and yeah like i'm there and you can just watch the gray clouds just come in mm-hmm. we have, you know for my midwest friends you know it's called lake effect if you live on the great lakes and sure enough it was just sunny it's like living in Brittany or normandy mm-hmm. or something it was just sunny and then it was gray and then it was a deluge mm-hmm. straight down just like a wall of rain wow yeah, for oh, 20 minutes. Man. And I just, you know, I'm stubborn. I'll stay out there until I start to get soaked. Yeah. Which would require a change, a change of clothes. And I couldn't think of what else I would wear because <laughs> everything else is so dirty as far as garden clothes today. So then I finally just sat on the front porch under the awning waiting for it to stop. Mm. But I always look at that rainy day pause as yes. my opportunity to quick burn through the house, get it cleaned up. And I have a rainy day project in my back pocket. Yeah. And I, I think I need Joel to implement it, which bugs me because <laughs> I just want to do it. But I want to, you know, that like landscape mural uh, wallpaper that you can buy that's like in sepia yes. or all tones of gray and it's pastoral and whatever. You know, like I really want to paint that yeah. on my living room wall. Do it. And I've been saying I feel like I've been saying it for like four months but um, I think the time is really coming. Mm. Yeah, do so. it. Heck yeah. Well, that was that was but kind I of need my thought to, too. Like, do some drywall up at the top. Okay. But yeah, I don't. I think that that's what it. You know, you still have the all the other creative juices yeah. going while you have the garden creative juices yeah. going, and usually yeah. they feed each other. Yeah. You know, they do feed each other, and that's the thing is, I've been outside, so I'm able to come into my space with new eyes. And say you're contemplative okay. when you're out there anyways. So you're just like, Massively. you come in like, oh, yeah, house, watch out. Yeah. I'm going to sink my teeth into you. Yes. Because I've had eight hours to think about you. Exactly. I, I haven't been putting yeah. on music even or audiobooks because everything is just singing right now to me. And so I need mm-hmm. to be receptive to hear that. And yeah, that was that was totally one of those things. So my plan is to go into town and get the paint and get the roller and get the paintbrush so that I, Joel would hate this. Joel's a painter by trade, you guys. I mm-hmm. am like mm-hmm. the most ridiculous painter of all time. Why? Okay. this That's another subject. I don't understand why people are so scared of painting. 
That's not the point. What I will do is I'll take everything off one wall. I put no plastic down, no curtains up, no nothing. I paint the wall. I give it 30 minutes to dry and I hang all that shiz right back up. And then a wall's done. And then I move to the next wall. (laughs) And then eventually the room's painted. And it's awesome. Do you think he'd like that? Uh, He's pretty neurotic about drop cloths. Like I'm it just going to kick a gallon up. of paint across the floor. One time I did do Not that. An idiot. I did do that. <laughs> I know. It does happen. It does happen. <laughs> it actually wasn't me. It was my brother-in-law, Jeremy, but he did it on accident. Whoops. Whoops. Oh, I keep Stop sorry. Stretching. I'm stretching. I'm Stop. So I'm like in here sitting here in total pain and you're doing yoga. <laughs> <laughs> My bag is so sore. I literally weeded almost a thousand square foot patch of potatoes today. And when I mean weeded, I don't mean like a weed. I mean like, where are the potatoes? Are there potatoes in here? (laughs) That's terrible. You only got to do a couple good weedings like that. I haven't weeded since I planted it. They're doing beautiful. The soil's amazing and moist. And oh, this is your throw your potatoes on the top of straw yeah. and look for the best. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. It's working. So I don't have any weeds, just so you know, in my potato patch. Are you, and I'm going old school. Why would you say that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know what's going. Actually, there's some blades of grass. I when when you say weeds, do you mean like legitimate? weeds or how many types of weeds are there well i struggle with a lot there's a lot of grass oh do you call it a weed no i call it grass i call it grass Mm -mm. do you i have a few different types i have amaranth which is a friggin weed here man yeah Uh, yeah big time and then i've got this other one and then this other one (laughs) i've got like five that are on my my list yeah, there's there's usually about five or six. Yeah. But in my potato patch is grass mostly. Grass is the toughest. But I just pulled them all. So yeah. Well, Apple. I just pulled all the weeds out and they hadn't gone to seed yet. Uh and so I'm just like, Good. great, green manure. Flop them down. Now you can mulch my potatoes. Yeah. It was great. So I think that's what a lot of people like, if you're brand new to gardening, you don't have to be like, what do I do with these weeds? Yeah. If they haven't gone to seed yet. Just leave them there. If you can handle it. I know some people can't handle it. They don't want to see them rotting for the next week. Yeah. But they rot quickly. If you can, Mm -hmm. especially like in the middle of, uh, you know, if you're doing like a style of gardening where you're doing a row of vegetables and then the next year you'll move that down, Mm -hmm. you'll kind of shift three feet to the right kind of a thing. Definitely put that, put the weeds down. Yep. It was great. Green manure. A bunch mm-hmm. of free mulch, man. Free mulch. Mm-hmm. I am really optimistic, as always, about this year's garden. I mean, there's already been some flops. I don't know where my zinnias are. I see three of them. I planted no. 300 of them. 300? I planted like 3,000. Like I save a garbage bag of zinnia seeds. I'm like the zinnia seed fairy to my friends and family. Who wants zinnia seed? I got some. You got some. You. I planted a garbage bag of zinnia seeds. I don't know. I got maybe 75 out of a garbage bag. I don't get and it. I don't get it. 
That's so weird. I, just, I don't get it. I, I can't. I, if I, I can't didn't have your I know seeds. That so. Seeds can fade year after year after year. But like these were pretty fresh, you know. Well, and I didn't have your seeds. So like why? Why would I've grown zinnias? That's the first flower I ever grew. Super easy to grow. Not complicated. So your old seeds from my farm didn't go either? I lost those a couple years ago. I kept them for a couple years and then they okay. all started to come up orange. I don't know what happened. <sighs> yeah. And small. Small and orange. Orange and small. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some hybridness going going on there. That's that's not. Right. Right. That's no yeah, good. This is all my like queen lime, queen lime blush, mm-hmm. Bernie's white. They're just bunk. I had these burgundy, giant it. burgundy ones. Whatever, zinnias, get over yourself. No, mm-hmm. the reality of gardening is that there's good years and there's bad years it's, for everything. You have a good carrot year, you're going to have a bad zinnia year. Whatever. You didn't plant purple. Well, you know what I say about gardening. I say it's always about next year. It is. Gardening is always about next it year. It is. And I, I think it's one of the aspects of gardening that takes us really out of our self. And yeah. maybe our self dare I say, idolatry, mm-hmm. and where you're just like, okay, well, I'm going to make this investment into the long haul, Yep. and if I'm here to enjoy it, right? Kind of like my walnut trees <laughs> I know, planted that are like 48 inches, and I'm like, I'll see you in 50 <laughs> years, and I will harvest your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies, is Otherwise, the- <laughs> I will be mulch for you to produce That's right. said nuts. Right. Oh, I think that's a perfect and place to end it. So cue the music, cue Mr. The music. Elliot. <laughs> oh, we are so glad that you got to come and dart dish with us today. Once again, we left you with no vital information to take into your everyday life. So I hope that that was satisfactory to you. <laughs> yeah, maybe you're intrigued about Austrian wines. Maybe you're like, yeah, I'm never going to plant zinnias. <laughs> Angela's fingernails are way too long. I don't know. And she's old. But if you liked it at all, (laughs) we want to remind you that sharing is caring. And this is something we've been really remiss to do. So if there's an episode that you enjoy, or if you just love Homemaker Chic, if you're thinking to yourself, I'm Homemaker Chic, these people speak my language, then we want you to share the podcast on your favorite social media platform, Instagram, Facebook or just tell no, tell somebody in person if you can see or just people tell a girlfriend yeah because uh, we're so excited to be with you for a second season so we want to remind you that sharing is caring be sure to visit us over on Instagram at homemaker chic podcast and of course get get ready I know it's only Monday but get ready for ultra feminine Friday mm-hmm. yes Oh, is it my turn now? <laughs> that, that, that's your cue. I am also a professional <laughs> podcaster. Uh, and be sure to show some love to our sponsors as well. Toopsandco.com, coupon code HOMEMAKER, and American Blossom Linens, coupon code HOMEMAKERCHIC20. If you don't know how to spell those or are going to forget it, then you can remember our website, which is HOMEMAKERCHICPODCAST.com. All their information and all the coupon codes are there. Super easy for you to go check out. I don't know how to explain to a lot of our people how to find the show notes because it depends on what you're listening to the podcast on. But if you go to our website at Homemaker Chic Podcast and hit the podcast button, you can listen to the episode and it will show you the show notes quickly there. So make sure you check that out if you would like. Why, why are you looking so confused? Did I mess that up? 
No, I was actually looking to see, like, what does it say? Does it say show more, like YouTube? No, I think it actually, when you click on the episode, I think it just actually lists the the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. So check them out. Technology's cool. All right, ladies. Well, happy gardening. I hope you're sweaty and stinky and dirty and full of all the goodness that the garden brings. And we will talk to you Thursday. Amen to that. Cheers. Cheers.